Hi, and welcome to Comfortable in Your Own Skin podcast. I'm Andrea Gullick, speaker, writer, and international mentor. Together, we're going to walk the path of becoming comfortable in our own skin by seeking radical honesty with yourself, making conscious choices, and living a life on point. And the only way you can live a life on point is to be comfortable in your own skin. And the only way to become comfortable in your own skin is to begin to ask why you're not already. Maybe it's untethering from family stories, from generational patterns. Maybe you've had encounters with trauma or hardship. Maybe you've just always questioned Who am I exactly? Irrespective of anything that's happened, anything you have or haven't done, this is a journey of how to just be you, comfortable in your own skin. So judgment day. Everybody loves a little bit of judgment in their life, I'm sure. But this is by far one of the catalysts, I think, for why we don't tend to feel comfortable in our own skin. Judging ourselves. Judging our ability to do things, achieve things, create things, live a life that is governed by the expectations and obligations of the outside world, really. And we can be such harsh critics on ourselves. And in a lot of ways, I think it's a protection mechanism, really, is that if I get in first and I call myself out on my own shit, then nobody else is actually going to have the power over me. They're not going to be able to judge me on something that I knew nothing about and sideswipe me and I feel like a complete fraud, idiot, pathetic, loser, whatever, It is. The lesson on judgment, I think, that was the most powerful for me in realising something that was completely oblivious to me until this point in time was the reality of how sensitive we are to judgment on us. How much we sit with what will people think about who I am or what I've done or what I've said or what I haven't said that the tenderness within us of worrying about that and whether that plays out in insecurities that kind of have us shying away and kind of fawning away from the outside world in case they they do judge us or whether it is emulated in a way that is like a fight back, like don't you dare come at me Otherwise, I'll let you have it. And so we we do these things to protect ourselves from the external stimuli that is fed back to us. Is that sometimes it's a mirror. Sometimes what we are so afraid of the outside world will do to us is primarily because that is exactly what we are doing to the outside world. We are literally sitting in our own 
world with our own perception of how the world should be or how you sh others should be or how they should show up or what they should be doing. And if it doesn't fit our ideology, then we cast judgment. So, of course, if you are perpetrating a certain situation, if you are the one that is actively doing that thing, showing up in that way, then it stands to reason you're going to be a bit sensitive of what might flow back the other way. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are conscious of the fact that it may just float straight back to you. But you can be absolutely sure of whether you are the perpetrator by just literally becoming aware of the conversations you have, the thoughts that run through your head. You will know, am I looking at someone and thinking they're doing that wrong? Are you talking to other people about the way that people live their life and insinuating that they're doing it wrong? Because there's no wrong way to be us. There are choices and decisions that people make that may not have favourable outcomes for them and you, but that is still just them being them. And that is still all of us living our life from our own pain points and woundings. That we cannot ever know what it is like to live within somebody else's shoes. We cannot know the situations or experiences that they have had from their infancy through to where they're at that have infiltrated their own belief of self and their own belief of what they must do to create safety. Because the reality is we are all searching for safety. The safety to be comfortable in our own skin. The safety to be who we are. And the more unsafe we feel, the more we may do things that do not look like they're the right way to live your life. But who are we to judge? Who are you to say that it's not okay for him or her to make that choice for them? Who am I to say that? And who, are, who is the world to actually tell us that? But one of the quickest ways to really be able to honour your own truth and to walk the path in accordance with what is right for you is to let everybody else be who they are. To not take certain situations personally. Even if there are things that are being done that feel completely unfair to you, that feel like people do not care about you, can you still commit to not taking that personally? Can you still be open and willing to see that this is coming from their stories, their meanings, their fears, their inadequacies, their insecurities, their world vision of what life should be like, how relationships should work. 
And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, even if it does cause us discomfort, even if it actually really quite pains us, because it is coming from a place of tenderness within them too, even if it doesn't look like that. That beneath the surface level interactions that we have, there is a much deeper game being played by all of us. That we literally all want to be accepted. We all want to be a part of our crew, of our tribe, or of our families, of our communities. We all want to know that we fit. And primarily, we all want to know that we are enough to be included in. And if there are certain things that rattle around in all of us that tell us we aren't enough, then we will scramble and fight and, 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 and try to draw that feeling within us or draw away the situations that make us question, am I enough to be loved? Am I enough to be accepted? Am I worthy of their time? Am I worthy of their, their praise? That so much that goes on, in particular with judgment, is really just a fight to eradicate the feelings within us of what we may fear is not enough within ourselves. That if we judge, if we put the limelight over there, if I point out everything that that person or those people or that situation is not right with that, then no one's going to be looking at me. No one's going to have the limelight on me. No one's going to be able to see my little chinks in my armour or the parts of me that are a little edgy to manage. It's almost like, let's look out there. Like, let's, let's seriously not have anyone look at me. And so we judge. And even more than that, if we spend our time looking out there, if we spend our time on Missy and Marty and Johnny and Jim or Sally and Susie and the boss down the road, or the, the shop down the road, or the, the other, you know, our competitors, our, our siblings, our whatever situations that really maybe rattle our own cage because we haven't taken the time to really be with ourselves and really own the, 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 the depth and, and the beauty of what it is to be us, imperfections and all. It is much easier to look at everybody else and point the finger than it is to sit within ourselves and work out why we can't fall in love with ourselves. Like truly, intimately, deeply connected, fall in love with who we are, what we are here to bring to the table, what we are able to share with humanity and open them up to just in the essence of being me and you being you. 
that the depth that goes beneath the surface of what we do and what we have and what we've experienced to go into the absolute core of our being and begin to own the magic that resides there. Because so many of us don't know how to do that. We're afraid of what we might see in there. Because so often it's, it's not okay to, to sit with the shadow, to sit with the darkness, to sit with the insecurities, the inadequacies, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear that we're not good enough in some way. We were born enough. We didn't have to do anything to prove that we had a right to be born. We were just born we were created in magnificence and we turned up here and started to disbelieve it, started to be told that we were no longer magnificent, we were no longer worthy, we were no longer enough. And it's almost like judgment is, is the tool we use to be able to hold off that inner journey back into that back into the spark of our magnificence and the creation of what it is to be us. And, it, and the, the way through and the way into that, the way into the depths of that is to literally be able to recognize that you judge. You judge others. You judge yourself. You judge your experiences. You judge your place on earth. You judge the things that go well and don't go well. We all do it, maybe to varying degrees, but we all do it. And then we wonder why we feel the element of, of judgment coming back towards us. So what happens if we begin to recognize that everything is perfect as it is? I'm not saying that it's comfortable. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying it's necessarily how you want things to be. But what happens if it's perfect? Because it gives you the opportunity to look beyond the surface level of your interactions. To look beyond the, the way in which you've been told you should live and who you should be. And begin to really get comfortable with that self-exploration. of what happens if there is no particular way to be and there is no particular way to live our life. There's no particular way to have relationships. Because if you take away that there is no particular way, then how can you judge anything? Because you're, we're really just judging off a belief of how something should be. It's the contrast that the judgment is born from this is the way I think it should be this is the way it is therefore it's wrong this is who I should be and how I should how I should be doing life here is how I am doing life so I, I can judge myself if you take away the conditions and the expectations of all of those things 
then there's literally no, there's no place for judgment. There's just a place for decision making. There's just a place for conversations. There's just a place for honesty. There's just a place for embracing who you are and that everything is perfect. And moving closer to who you want to be with, how you want to be with them, the, the experiences that you want to have, why you want to have them, how you want to have them. It literally moves and separates the energy of division because there's nothing in there to divide us because there's nothing in there that makes us different. We come from the same place. If you are willing to go there and believe that. And there, there, are, there are numerous different ideologies on how we got to be here was it the big bang all the yada 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 whatever you want to whatever you want to believe but somehow we were gifted this opportunity to be here right now right here in this time and how can that be wrong how can you being you be wrong and how can me being me be wrong. So, to be comfortable in your own skin, what if judgment was really just about a false narrative that anything or anyone should be a particular way? And what if we just began to accept that I am me and I get to do me the best way I know how and you are you and you get to do you the best way you know how and that if we focused on the centre element of love and compassion and allowed each of us to be able to grow and evolve in our own way and in our own time without any of the judgement about how it should be wouldn't we all begin to feel comfortable in our own skin? <laughs>